Good morning and good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. I'm your host, Liz, and I'm with Tyrannus, aka Jesus. Hello. And if you always like us, you can always subscribe. And if you don't like us, you can unfollow and subscribe. Let's get into this episode. Yes, this is our second week of a live show. Damn, live. Yes, it is. So we, as anyone who's watched us from our last live, we kind of changed up our design a little bit. I personally did not like the previous design, uh, some stuff, but aesthetically, I think this one looks a lot nicer. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy us. Leave us a comment and below. Um, but yeah, and oh, before we forget, we always seem to forget. <laughs> you always forget. It's not me. Oh I always remember. I tell you all the time. Sure, sure. <laughs> So, uh, we're getting close to the end of submissions for the our five-year anniversary of the Convoluted Podcast, so don't forget to uh, sign in and uh, sign up. Uh, it's a free raffle. There's nothing else. Uh, as always, there's going to be a total of five winners. Four uh, second-place winners will get tie-dye tees signed and tie-dyed by me and Liz. First place will get a tie-dye tee and a tie-dyed hoodie. And one of our mugs, not mugs, our pint glasses. Uh, yeah, that's going to be the one grand prize winner. And like always, uh, this ends on July 17th. So make sure to click the link below. And yeah, it's it's free. It's a free it's a free giveaway. Thank you. It doesn't hurt. Um, <laughs> free is free, guys. Come on. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, it's always fun to represent our merch. We got merch like... Going on. Apparently, I'm not today. <laughs> well, I wore it last time. Yeah, it's pretty right. Well, it's pretty chilly, as you can see. I'm wearing gloves today. It's chilly in my office, so hey, my office gets pretty <laughs> chill. It's been nice. It's been nice for the last couple days because it's kind of been warmish. But uh, my office has it doesn't. I don't know for some reason it sometimes it's too cold when I'm like no, just stay at a solid seventy. Why are you getting colder than you need to be? Like, I don't need you to be 67 or 60. I just need you to be a solid 70. And it just gets chilly for some reason. So right now, I'm just kind of wearing some sweats and my gloves. Just because my hands get a little chilly. Uh, but yeah. How... See, I'm comfortable. <laughs> so how you been, Liz? Uh, I've been tired. We're wrapping up the wedding. That's why we are not doing our live podcast next weekend. Yes, but there's going to be a bonus I'll episode. Be part to... Yes, that's where we'll have a bonus episode for that reason. Um, I'm just working a lot, and um, I got called into my day off last weekend, so I wasn't too thrilled. Hey, <laughs> working on your day off. <laughs> oh, somebody decided they uh, misread the schedule. Whatever. <laughs> and then they had a nice, wonderful three-day weekend again. Hmm. Double whammy. When was my three-day weekend? Oh, August, and I had to work briefly in between. In the middle of it. Oh, I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Sorry. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it. How actually? How was uh the the one we we didn't haven't talked? How was the Fourth of July for you? Yeah, it was we... good. It was good. Um, I Ursula and I went and saw the new Minion movies, The Rise of Gru. We really enjoyed that. Um, we thought it was really good. I, I thought it could have, like, been somewhere in between some matches, but otherwise was pretty darn good. Um, 
And then I took, came home and solidly napped because I was exhausted. I, I probably overdid myself at some point. And uh, there's that Ursula. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and um, then we went over to a friend's house and we had some tacos. I had made guacamole and brownies in the morning before we left for the movies. And we we did up. We had fun. We just chilled out and up. <laughs> Uh, uh, blew off some fireworks I had bought them the day before actually when I was on my way into the fireworks stand I got called into work I was like well I'm not home at the moment <laughs> oh that's great that's great <laughs> literally five, 45 minutes later I was like hey guess what <laughs> I'm coming in I saved your asses once again <laughs> you be grateful be grateful so. They were hella grateful. That's good. Well, I did 14 yeah. metrics in five hours. Okay, so what would be the average then, in your opinion? I've been doing about 13 to 14 uh, the time I work, so I'm I'm doing a pretty good solid. So what would an team. average person do? If you're like... Should good. be doing anywhere between that, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, so you're not you're not above and beyond. You're just like oh, I, I'm doing my job. Well, I'm trying my best. I can't. I'm only one person, right? <laughs> you try talking to all these people, and some no. people blah 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 blah. I'm not a, I'm not a people person. That's why I work at night. Work alone. Uh, with you don't entirely work alone. You do have your cousin. I have my team. I have my team. You have your team. My team's good, but the, for the most part, we work individually, and you know, like we we are a team, but we're individual, we're individualized teams. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we had a, we had a nice, simple, so same old, same old. Um, I think for me, the Fourth of July has dwindled for excitement than our the last couple of years. I think it's been dwindling. It's kind of the same way how different holidays have been dwindling a little bit, like Christmas, a little bit just. It's nothing exciting anymore. It's not what? exciting. The food, the family, the gifts. <laughs> well, it's fine. I don't know. It's just the thing. Like, 4th of July should be exciting to go blow up stuff, right? Uh, but, I love blowing up stuff. <laughs> I don't know. But I... For this year, I don't know. I We didn't... We weren't... No one was talking about fireworks until literally the last day. I bought some fireworks. Just because, like, you know, let's have some uh my nephew came over early in the morning i bought him i bought some i was gonna make a tiktok of this is fourth, <laughs> i was gonna make a tiktok of of this is fourth of july for uh 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 what is it graveyard shifts people where <laughs> i was gonna have a because i bought a couple of smoke balls and some sparklers just to kind of mess around because that's all you could really do during the day during daylight it's just mm -hmm. a snowball because that's all you can do so, you know this is this is what you do uh ah. and my my nephew came over and i i he's he's like almost three now and oh, I, you see god time is flying so high so i was gonna give him a sparkler you know sparklers are fun for the most part i i still like sparklers but he, he <laughs> i found a sparkler that i really like it's called an ice cream cone one Ooh, that'd be cool. Um, but um, I, I tried to give it to him, but he did not want. He just got freaked out. I'm like, okay. Uh, but he loves smoke bombs. God, he loves those smoke bombs. Yeah. <laughs> smoke yeah. bombs are pretty cool. They are fun. I'm not going to lie. They're fun. They're colorful. 
And um, yeah, I thought I thought he, that was going to be the least exciting thing. I thought he would like the sparkles, but no, nope. smoke bombs. He kept choosing the colors. He's like at that point where he loves just picking colors and like blue one, yellow one. I'm like, all right, <laughs> smoke. I think the fun one to, were snake ones when I was a kid too. Oh, the ones that just oh, that looks like yeah, kind of like <laughs> that looked like. I don't know if you remember. They were like. This little like pellet like, thing, and you lit it on top, and it just kind of yeah. They look like, like shit. Blow the like, it's like you're taking a shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but they were kind of fun. They were cool. Yeah, yeah. So. We did what we did is we put a whole bunch together in a pile and just done. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool. You know what's funny is what that. I never thought is get like a uh, like either a doll or some animal, uh, some toy, and shoved it up its butt and then light it because then it looked like it's shitting. <laughs> Next year. Next, next year. year. Yeah. Oh, wait, I don't know where they sell those. I haven't seen them around lately. Okay, but we can find them online. Oh, we can find them. Right. Okay. Let's, <laughs> you let's... know, like you can buy a gun online, you know. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Okay. Let's jump into some of the stories. There's we been do. A... It's been a there's week. There's so many good ones there's lately. Been... I'm not going to lie. It's been a week and there's so much has happened. And sadly, sadly, so much has happened. So much. Oh has God! Happened. Yes. So much Too has much happened shit. in a week. Let's go with a little bit. This is always a week. <laughs> I know, right? We we do these things every like once a week for the most part, three times a month. Uh, just kind of going, taking a week off. That doesn't hurt. But we, we get mm. four episodes out a month. Oh no, we actually get we have five episodes a, a month. And two episodes are Dude, bonus. Really? So. Has it been that much? Oh, shit, yeah, we, we're good. We, we, po we post five episodes a month. Two of those are bonus episodes for our people who subscribe to our through Anchor or Spotify. They get some, some, like, some fun content. Um, but anyways, uh, let's actually do a story. You can have a listenership. I probably got two more listeners. <laughs> Ooh, nice. So let's uh, actually, I want to talk about some, oh. one of our friends from the north. Some stuff happened recently. Did I not post it in here? Uh, no, I gotta I don't know. Let, me, let me copy. Okay, uh, well, right. I did not know. I, I've been so. I've been seeing a lot of stuff that's been happening in uh, the world. Oh, oh, the one about the Copenhagen one? Yeah, you think you might have posted it? Uh, maybe, but here's, here's the other one. Oh, there we go. Okay, so uh, I, I was messaging some our. Our friends from the north are some friends from the show. Uh, apparently, Canada's internet outage caused by maintenance. Oh, maintenance. Damn. She's doing it in the middle of the night when nobody's awake. <laughs> you know, because for the most part, it's hard, it's hard to think of a world now, like this day and age, without internet. Like, I think a lot of this world would crumble. All the infrastructure, just how... How prevalent the internet is ingrained in everyone. Like, mm -hmm. I, we just, we, we, I don't think there's a way it going feels back. so weird that I came from a childhood with no internet to an adult with internet now. <laughs> it feels and, so and you weird. Need it. You need it now. So, oh, you do, definitely. It's a day and age kind of thing. So, yeah, it's becoming one of those things where it's like a necessity for everyday life, surprisingly. Like, it just, it, it's information, it's connectivity. It's entertainment. Like, as much as that's a lot, we can still go back. Uh, it's not impossible, but I don't think a lot of people would be able to, I'm going to say, quote, survive in that environment. Like, I don't, could I, 
trying to think. Like, what, 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 unless you have an answer already, would you be able to survive in that environment? Like, just the, let's just say, I was going to say one month. Let's just do one week. One week, no internet. Like, the, the whole infrastructure shut down in this, in this area. In the, in the, could you survive? Think Maybe? of everything, everything you do, including work. Oh God, work! I would die. <laughs> I would that's literally what, that's die. What I'm, saying. I'm saying everything. I would not be able to get any work done. You think about all the pharmacies I would have to call because I didn't have access to the records. Also, like, don't forget. Oh my God! <laughs> don't forget some some inter, uh some phone services are VoIP systems, which means they use internet to connect to each other. Fuck! I'd be fucking screwed. I would not be able to get my job done whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. A week. Just a week, because a week. It doesn't I would sound not like be able to do it in a week. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I would never be able to get anything done. Because I was gonna say, I'm oh, not. I think about all the radios. Of course, I might be okay with you know the radio being quiet for a little bit. <laughs> 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 they just changed it from uh, analog to uh, the what do you call that word? Uh, digital. Digitalized. Digital. Digitalized. Digital. Basically, digital or analog. But yeah, like. I th no even even my my job would not be able to do it because it's just so we're so automated at this point. Oh my god, <laughs> you just can't. We just won't. I be know, able right? To... Um, but yeah. What like... are any of our guest members out there on listening on our chat? Would they survive? Yeah, we'll wait and see. <laughs> would you guys would be able to survive at, at this time? I don't know if any how many people are listening. It's fine. <laughs> um. Anyways, but yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll wait. We'll, if the chat, people will talk. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't think, like, one week a lot. Like, a, a couple hours, it's strenuous. Mostly if it's a bigger phone. Okay, let, let's read what happened in Canada. So, yeah. Okay. One of, ooh, one of Canada's largest mobile and internet providers. Largest. Okay. Rogers. Rogers has apologized <laughs> for the countrywide outage of its services. Countrywide, Damn. Which, which began that's on, a lot of land. A lot, <laughs> which began on Friday. This uh, company CEO Tony Staffery said that the failure followed uh, failure followed a maintenance update in our core network. <laughs> Just a simple like, do you want to update? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then it grows and grows and grows, and um, like, do you want to update? <sighs> yes, like. Oh no, everything's breaking. Alright. <laughs> Bruh. Okay. okay, so uh, transport, banking, emergency servers were all hit by Friday's blackout with 911 hotlines and bank ATMs left unavailable, which makes sense. Damn! Okay, let's see here. Canada, uh, Canadians flock to coffee shops and libraries to find a connection. <laughs> you can you like imagine like hordes of people like oh, internet connection. Where are you? Anywhere? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, have service? No. Do you have internet? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot. Okay, so the service outage began at four thirty local time on Morning. Friday and lasted for fifteen hours. Damn. Because we were about we, 15 hours. Because we just talked about just one week. 15 hours is a long time. Because a lot of things are happening in that just. 911. Oh my god. Bank services? 15 hours on a Friday. 
Friday. Oh, Friday night's gone. Your plans are being destroyed. Canada, wow. you have to be grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Wow, you can't a- get all of your friends. That's a lot. That's a because yeah, like like we were saying, just a week sounded like a lot, but fifteen even fifteen hours is a lot for an infrastructure. Okay, let's see here. Uh, caused some some of our routers to malfunction early Friday morning. Okay, anything? Okay, here we go. The outage had a huge effect on the wide range of services across Canada, serving as a reminder how uh, relent society has reliant. become reliant. Oh, we're literally talking about reliant has become on modern communications. Yep, exactly what we were saying. Many 911 services report difficulties with incoming calls, and hospitals asked on on-call staff to come into work and. Until issues were resolved. One oh, mother, Lord. Laura Morgan, decided described how she struggled to contact emergency service after her son was injured in rugby game with a suspected spinal injury. Oh ouch. Uh, ouch. Ugh. Damn. See you don't want to move those people. Like you fuck it up. You move one way wrong inch be fucking up their lives for life. The outage also caused some events to be cancelled, including the Toronto tour date of Canadian singer The Weeknd. The gig was due was due to take place at the home of the Toronto Blue Jays, which is owned by the Rogers Communications. <laughs> How ironic! <laughs> In Quebec province, a, a Montreal court had to delay trial hearings for disgraced fashion mogul Peter... Uh... uh Nygaard, after jailed officials were unable to connect him to the video conference system. <laughs> uh, critics say that the out- uh, critics say that the outreach demonstrated a need for more competition in uh, Canadian telecom sector. Okay, mm. for, uh, they control ninety percent of the market share. Oh my god, I can see why their infrastructure crashed so hard. If it's ninety percent. Okay, that's kind of... There's probably another article, but that just kind of gives us a gist of what happened in Canada yesterday. So to our all our Canadian all our Canadian uh, friends up north, we are sorry that happened. Because, Damn, um, I'm sorry. Come to Oregon. <laughs> You'll get some internet. <laughs> I don't know about it. America's not that fun right now. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I kind of want internet. internet. Jump over the border. <laughs> but man, roaming charges. But then that roaming should be free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if a lot of the people who live on the borders are like, "Fuck it, we're going to America, get our internet." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably true. So yeah, it's one of those things we were just saying that we have become really reliant on technology this day and age, and just even just doing that hypothetical one week. Can very be very disturbing. I can only imagine 15, 24 hours in any circumstances, be it banking, hospital, those are the big ones. Like you're messing with people's money, you're messing with people's health. And then the emergency service, I think those are the top three hospitals, emergency service, and banking. And uh, some people are going to say, like, why are you putting banking? Because money. Like you mess with people's money, people get upset. So. Kidding. And how many opportunities for bank robbers to <laughs> realize, oh shit, they're not online. <laughs> Jack them. <laughs> oh my god, it's so, so crazy. Why? I'm sorry. I think really bad on things. Okay, I think of opportunities. <laughs> I don't know about most most theft as far as bank and not banking, but uh, actually banking, yeah, is all done through phones now. So and the internet, basically scams. 
Sadly, it's still happening to this day. People are still losing thousands no matter how much you educate people. People will still get scammed. Huh. I hate stealing from people's pensions and stuff. It's always the people who don't know the best that get stolen. Actually, talking about stealing, let's talk about uh, the whole DoorDash glitch. Oh, I did see you post that. I'm like, damn, I didn't get that one glitch. Oh, I wish <laughs> I caught it. I wish I caught it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I would have sucked do it. I would have spent, I would have bought, would have bought a couple of good meals just to have saved for later. All right, you want to read this one? <laughs> sure, why not? Because I actually work for them. I used to. I'm not really in it right now. DoorDash. No <laughs> I don't dash anymore because of work. I'm so busy. And then my days off, I'm, I'm trying to get everything else done. All right. DoorDash glitch results in hundreds of people ordering free food. <clears throat> a recent glitch on the DoorDash app resulted in hundreds of people ordering free food. As a result, reported by the New York Post, hundreds of DoorDash customers took to social media on Thursday to show off their free orders, which stemmed from a payment processing issue that allowed users to order without verifying any a form of payment. The glitch resulted in countless people taking to the social media to shed light on the issue, while some posted receipts of their extravagant per deliveries, which included orders of expensive items such as Casamigos Respado and Don Julio Respado worth $1,673.73. Damn. <laughs> and $1,949.70, respectively. Two grand in alcohol. <laughs> having a good tequila <laughs> it sounds like a couple bottles of tequila like probably what, these are expensive tequilas probably like 10 10 15 bottles just for free oh, that's oh, what, dude. you and your family and i would be like partying it up Woo, free alcohol yeah it's like tequila that's... shots around all good tequila <laughs> That and that's just oh my god, people are crazy. Oh, continue. They did. They were not creative though. I mean, you think about it. You can get alcohol on. <laughs> uh, a spokesperson for DoorDash said the New York Post that the company is actively canceling fraudulent orders. On the evening of July seventh, DoorDash experienced a payment processing issue, and as a result, some users were able to check out without authorized form of payment for a short period of time. The short spokesperson explained, we were subsequently notified that some users were facing replacing fraudulent orders and were immediately corrected the issue. They added, we're actively canceling fraudulent orders and are in touch with the merchants impacted to ensure they're compensated for any unauthorized orders they have received. <clears throat> so then, of course, they show the, the Twitter and yeah, Instagram. I'm, I'm going through some of it. It's so, yeah. So, looking at this... Hi, Junior. You Whenever you want to see a doggo, come here, Junior. Come here, June. Oh, can I pick you up? You're so big. Oh, never mind. He's a 60-pound guy, dog, guys. Ooh, that's big. <laughs> yeah, looking at this stuff, they were ordering... Hi, Junior. 30, 30, Get your mama. Almost 120 bottles of alcohol one person was ordering. <laughs> Someone was ordering nothing but McDonald's. Like, oh, my God. McDonald's photos <laughs> looks crazy. Uh, just just looking at this. And then there's one funny one. As a dasher, y'all um, uh, MFs gets on my nerves. How'd y'all gonna do DoorDash glitch and still not tip? 
<laughs> like I, honestly, if you're gonna use the, the the glitch to get some free food, why why not get some? Why not tip at least? Like, thank you for so much. Oh man, would you, what what would you what would you <laughs> third shift employee after DoorDash glitch? <laughs> Well, I would feel sorry for all those DoorDashers. I hope they got compensated. <laughs> I, th uh, I think the restaurants did. I don't know about the people. Um, I don't know about the people who are dashing. Uh, but yeah, man, that's crazy because for the most part, like I said, technology can be great because it's very useful. Convenience. It's it's a convenience. Max, thing. knock it off. It's a very convenient thing for us. Max. But. Like, it can be very glitchy, and it can hurt businesses, and that's one of those things where, yeah, it's, uh, it costs, it costs companies thousands of dollars and stuff. So, you can only imagine the shenanigans we <laughs> teenage me would have been crazy on that, I'm not gonna lie. I would have gone crazy too myself. So, sorry, I've been dealing with some doggo troubles. <laughs> the fun of being live. I know, alive. right? Oh, I thought I was so close that door pretty hard, but I guess not. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, actually, yeah. A teenage me and early twenties me would have been like, "Food, get some good food." <laughs> I would have gotten some booze, man. <laughs> oh yeah, you would. Food and booze. That would make it a perfect night. Get some tacos and get some. <laughs> Man, crazy! Oh my god, some people. But I'm glad for the no, most right? part, it's people are getting compensation back and everything like that. Just because, yeah, like it's it, it's it's a technical problem on DoorDash hands. And if people are being dicks and about it, if people weren't being major assholes about it, that would have been fine. Uh, like if you would have just ordered a couple burgers or something. And that would have been good, or if you just, uh, just ordered a simple, a simple couple meal, like a meal or two, that, that would have been perfectly fine. But no, people were being assholes and doing these crazy. <laughs> well, a lot of people got to take advantage of that. I mean, come on, that's the whole field day. They're like, woohoo, we can do this. <laughs> I, I mean, that. I probably would be one of those assholes too. <laughs> All right. Let's get into we some of the crazier stories. What should we talk I also, about? I posted a couple. I don't know if you want to see anything else. <laughs> um, so go go pick one. Pick one out. Uh, we had the intersex, the fingerprints that led to a person. Let's see. Antibiotics. Ooh, fingerprints. What? What yes. is this? Hey, let's do that. Okay. I love this because I was I was laughing. I'm like, huh, who thought he could get away with this shit? <laughs> okay, go for it. Sorry. Your prints show UK resident is an American who faked death to avoid char charges, Utah prosecutors say. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like you joke about, you know, I can just fake my death. And stuff. <laughs> I know, right? We think you can do that. Um, <laughs> I think I gotta let the dog go out. Yeah, I think I gotta right. let him out. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> So, we knew we had the right person. We looked forward to proving the case against this individual, Utah County Attorney Dave. Find out what this guy had 
fingerprints linked a man in Scotland to the American rape suspect who allegedly faked his own death to evade justice, U.S. prosecutors said Thursday. The man, who U.S. authorities insisted is Nicholas Rowley, appeared Sorry, in, guys. A, that's good, in Glasgow courtroom this week, identifying himself as 34-year-old Arthur Knight. That was his fake name, Arthur Knight. Arthur Knight. According to Utah <laughs> County authorities, David O'Levy, a Scottish prosecutor and prince, proved that he's an American wanted for rape in Utah, according to Continue. Knight was in the Scottish court on a matter unrelated to the Utah allegations. He was arrested for allegedly causing a disturbance at Queen Elizabeth University Hospital in Glasgow on Tuesday. Scottish prosecutors cited the fingerprints and their opposition to bail, arguing Knight is a flight risk. Fingerprints taken when was arrested for this matter was confirmed by Nicholas Rossi. Prosecutor Julie Clark said, according to Sky News, Knight's U.S. extradition case is still ongoing. If we have the right person, we will look forward to proving the case against his individual, Levitt said in a statement on Thursday. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. You know what's one of those things is like how easily can you you do? How hard is it to just stay in hiding? Like I know, right? He, if he had just laid low, he probably wouldn't have never been caught. Yeah, because one, he he got away for the most part. When was the the two thousand eight? So, uh, what is it? Two twenty twelve years ago? No, uh, fourteen years ago. So this is a case, court case from fourteen years ago. And he was pretty, like, on the level for over a decade. But what was he caught before about? He was, he was caught for, like, a disturbance. They didn't say much into it, so. Yeah, so he, because of that, or probably he was being an idiot, probably. And that gave him a chance. And then that got him caught. And, like, oh, wait, you're not, you're not Arthur Knight. <laughs> You're no know, Arthur. Right? No Arthur. So, my guys, I'm like, how hard know. is it? It's just like if you're trying to get away from something and you successfully, he's like successfully, died. successfully away with it. Yeah, he was, he was, he was quote dead, and like, <laughs> like that's that in itself is one of the few things to do, like do. It's just like try to prove, like, like. Because you really got to go into hiding and have a plan to like live afterwards. So he he did that, and now he just fucked up. <laughs> he fucked up. Oh my god, man! Really did. He was hey, almost so close. How would how would you fake your own death? Would you go extravagant or uh, uh, subtle, or how would you how would you do? It? I'm trying to think of a some a method uh, because you know like but remember you're trying to get away from whatever. Um. Well, you know how many times people like withdraw money over like a period of time, so like I could easily start, you know, siphoning off the money away from my accounts and then stashing like in my thing, and I probably would find somebody who would give me an alternate identity. Oh, and then what I would do is I would definitely. Oh, hiking. <laughs> Ooh. Not a single fuck was given this <laughs> And disappear day. into the woods. Leave my car there and my things there. 
<laughs> this is where you know Liz didn't we say we we're gonna go camping one day yeah I know right we're going there we are out in the wilderness where nobody can find us dun 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 oh wait I have that but <laughs> oh my god but yeah yeah you're right a wilderness one is a pretty easy way to kind of get away from stuff that's a that's a good one that's a good one because people get lost in the wood a lot we've we've talked about multiple incidents of just people like they've gone missing um that that, that seems a, the most plausible one because all you need is like a, a backup method to get away right uh, and I'll I would find some way to hide my scent after the fact because I know they would bring out scent dogs too. So what do you do? Or just <laughs> yeah, well, that, there's a whole other thing. But yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I was thinking like uh, a drowning incident or something. I was thinking uh, that too. That went my brain in too. But I was like, yeah, except off. when they pull the car out, eventually you're gonna figure out I'm not there. Did I float out? To the... If I left the window open, maybe it would say that I tried to escape but died. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, that that one that seems like a little bit more like okay, they'll be able to find a body somehow. But it would have to be a little bit. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to do something where they could find a quote body, right? You need to find mm-hmm. a a method where like. Actually, you know, there's a fun podcast where, they, uh, it's a fun audio drama where, uh, there's an organization that their job is to fake people's deaths, and <laughs> nice. they, and it's like it's enjoyable. It's an organization like. You want your you want you need to disappear we got you and they do it in such a fun ridiculous way where it's like it's so ridiculous but it might just work uh what is it, what is it called? it's hard to do it those days now I was, you know I, we've been watching uh the show on old man on uh hulu and he has multiple identities and i i was like hmm how it's getting away because it's still technically modern times. I mean, technically had a lot of this stuff stuff in the seventies and like early probably two thousands. But you know, it's easy to get away with you know identity in the seventies compared to those right now in the oh, age yeah. too. So we'd have to saw off your fingerprints, y'all. I would not be able to get away <laughs> without sawing off my fingerprints. Ooh, you know, you <laughs> want to know an interesting tidbit about my hands? My this finger. If you're watching live, this finger. Uh, I burned it so much that there's a portion of it that has no marking. It's like... <laughs> so you could Remember to leave that one around? Nobody would be able to chase you. Technically, <laughs> people could technically still make because you, there's like around it. There's only like a, a like a tiny little circle, Whirl? but it's weird. It's a weird... Whirl. Yeah. So I would let it... You, we need men in black. You know when they burn the fingerprints off? <laughs> we need, just gotta, we gotta do that. <laughs> Just men in black. It. Lemon juice. I heard there's another one. No, we got we got to do the men in black. Slowly thing. Just... do it over time. Put in lemon juice. Lemon juice and the hot orb. Just go. Uh... <laughs> the hot orb. The hot orb. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's actually yeah. do something a little bit fun because there's a lot of sad stories in here. Yeah, there is a lot of them. So let's do before we get in, jump into the sad stories. Let's talk about since we are streaming this live. So thank you for everyone here. Let's talk about a recent Twitch streamer who gets a massive viewership. Oh, I think I saw you posting that. Let me find that one. I had it, and then I might have lost it. Oh, everybody, FYI, nine eight eight starts mental health awareness on July sixteenth. So yes. So can you explain what that is? You don't need. Nine eight eight is a social service um, that 
Biden implemented in creating a social network for people who are men have a mental uh, issues of that day. Um, uh, we will see a, as we see a lot of mental cases arising, um, and nine one one becomes obvious the first one. Nine eight eight is a great number to use and start in July sixteenth to help people with mental health issues. Could that be suicide, mental breaks, um, everything? You can, yeah. There's all sorts of things out there. Another just thought I put my why tidbit. In. Another is another service that you should people look into. So because you guys don't want emotional damage. <laughs> Sorry, you you can't. Liz can't hear any of the sound bites. So, but you guys can. She she knows most of the sound bites at this point. So she kind of yep. she probably guessed what's playing in the back. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. just help to free up the nine one one course it to time so. so what was that number again 988 there you go so another resource that's all that matters another resource hopefully the internet won't go down and screw that one up i know right <laughs> okay so go ahead I, I, you read this one because it's it's interesting mostly because it's it's from a female perspective and since we're streaming since we're streaming for this entire month or not the entire you know what i mean the podcast is being streamed live so go ahead Read this. Okay. Well, I'm going to say these are real guys, just FYI. Because <laughs> you know why I'm going to say that. Twitch streamer gets massive viewership boost after putting on fake chest. They're real. FYI. <laughs> Twitch streamer Poodle Noodle. Pooper Noodle? Pooter Noodle. Pooper Noodle? Pooper Noodle. Okay. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> Pooper noodle. Pooper noodle. God, that's a hard. That's just hard to say. Poop. Pooper noodle. There we go. God, that is. <laughs> I wanted to. Why? Like my 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 handle is not not the easiest. Like tyrant dominus. Like it's not. It's it's pretty simple. Two simple words. Even dominus. People forget what that is. It's Latin, but but poop, pooper noodles. Okay. Well, for every, okay. Everyone has their own name. You have an interesting uh, handle too. But anyways, continue. One. For your <laughs> for TikTok. Continue. Well, we decided on that together. Uh, got a huge increase viewership after wearing a fake chest during a broadcast that she saw numbers explode like she's never seen before. Super Noodle is a streamer that has become known for pulling hilarious stunts during her broadcast that had earned her viral fame on the popular Amazon-owned streaming platform. Back in September 2021, she went viral for painting a portrait of Twitch star XQC live on stream using only her nose as a paintbrush. Well, that's pretty damn good. That's Oh yeah, that's really good. The pictures you guys are should, should look it up. Noodle now Noodle is back, but this time she pulled another stunt that made her go viral once again. Uh, the UK streamer went live on July first wearing a Vicus cosplay from the popular MMO Lost Ark. Uh, okay. Anybody know what that is? Uh, a little <laughs> bit, but I don't know the character. Continue. Part of the cosplay is that brought so many views. New viewers, whereas the fake chest she wore and displayed on stream. A broadcast that ended on being one of her most successful to date. The fake chest matched her skin tone perfectly, making them seem not prosthetic at all. Okay, so before Jamer we continue, said, that, we'll, that's, we'll keep going in a little bit because she'll explain a little bit about her um, 
her rise, basically her promotion, everything. So basically, what I, from what it sounds, it's like she got a a set of uh, prosthetic breasts because that's a thing you can get when you're cosplaying. Uh, because some people don't have the 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 physique. Yeah, the physique. Yeah, the physique for it. Yeah, for for certain word. characters, like if uh, so be a lot of a lot of characters are very busty. Um, and when or when people are cross dressing, and so to get the to make the character look as realistic as possible, that's that's so some people do when they cosplay. Big, more power to everyone who loves to cosplay. I like seeing really interesting cosplay myself. Um. And when people can like really pull off an almost identical one, like whoa, you you did a good job, you did a good job. But some people forget that uh, cosplay is one, a it's a nice hobby. It's expensive. It's very detail oriented, depending on the character and stuff. Uh, but some people like really put a lot of effort when it comes to uh, detail, including their their self too. Like like I said, the physique. But sometimes you can't always pull that off so you get prosthetics so uh and it seems she just used a prosthetic and we've talked multiple times actually about uh female streamers using uh what they have to just be promotionals uh i think more recently we talked about amaranth who is a one of the top female streamers and she's one of the top uh, or I think she does. I don't actually watch her, but she was like one of the top uh, hot tub streamers. So uh-huh. she's like, like you, you use what you have, right? Why, why not? Use what you got. So, <laughs> naturally, naturally for me. <laughs> so, um, so let's see what what did she gain from this one stream? Go ahead. The streamer said, so I made the decision to buy a pair of boobs and wore them on the stream today. And, uh, with a picture of her stats of the day. According to her Twitch stats, she increased her average viewership by over 800. Gained nearly 20k new view, new unique viewers and earned over 37k live viewers. Whoa, Damn! she had 37,000 live people watching her. Can we get thirty-seven thousand? <laughs> I can't. No, I only have dream. I dream. <laughs> like you, like it's streaming is it's streaming is a whole another another thing. We're doing it right now, but that's just because you know we're, we're trying stuff. It's fun. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a whole nother level to be one of these um these like just just a streamer in general make that a a hobby or even for some of these people it's their it's their profession. That's their job to stream. Like I I I watch you know I don't actively actually you know what's interesting I don't actively watch a lot of streamers live I watch a lot of their highlights and content so I know a lot of these streamers and, and once in a while I I jump into their streams and kind of use it as background noise so I can fall asleep but <laughs> at least I'm watching them for a little bit live but for the most part like it depends on who you're watching. Uh, true, because there's people for gaming or just chatting or mukbangs. Like, there's a lot of different reasons to watch. Like, entertainment's entertainment. Whatever you find entertaining, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're you're if you're watching this, you're finding us entertaining somehow, right? <laughs> we appreciate you guys. We do. So, yeah, yeah, but for some, for sure, some people watch other things for other reasons. As her her numbers show, people were there for a reason. Continue. All right. Uh, on July 2nd, 
Pooper Noodle once again went live in the Vicus cosplay, broadcasting to an average viewership over double what she was previously. Pooper Noodle may not have invented the new meta for Twitch streaming. And that's another yeah. thing, yeah. Where just now it's just... That was a soft ending. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, yeah, wow. That, did you see the photo of her? Yeah, they actually looks pretty real. I was like, almost like, I had to second guess that for a second. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> because you, she had to, like, con use concealer, right? To kind of match. Because it's like a weird thing. Yeah, but the way that collar comes up to her, oh. you couldn't tell it's fake. Well, it's I the collar, think... and then the way her hair drapes over it, too, you wouldn't have been able to notice. Yep, okay, you're right. Well, <laughs> I don't know anything about prosthetics or cosplays, but yeah, that's probably right. You're probably right. seen it a few in a lot of t TikTok videos, so like I kind of have an idea what it oh. looks like, what it's supposed to have. So she hit it really well with the choker and the um, her hair over it, so you couldn't have to tell. You know that you know what's what's great is that investment. Good on her. She she bought them probably no. what it cost her what a hundred. Actually, how much do a pair? Probably more with? than that. Look it up. Let's see what she's paid for the the set with the boobs. Um, <laughs> what do I look up? Boob prosthetics or what? Uh, I would look up the 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 Lost Art cosplay. The bike. No, but bike you can just one. buy fake boobs. Fake. Yeah. Depends on how good you want it. So maybe it starts at a hundred and then probably increases from there. Prosthetics or cosplay? There's just cosplay. I know it. I should just do that. Fake boobs cosplay. <laughs> right? Realistic right. silicone bracer. No. What the heck? You've seen porn, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, okay, what do you think they cost? Somewhere between 50 and 100. Oh, More? you're close about, you're close. You're like 50 to 200, depending on quality. So, yeah, that investment, that's a good investment. And I'm looking at the numbers, she posted the numbers. Yeah, she went up 820 average viewers. Went almost 20,000. She got 20,000 viewers. I'm like, she got a lot. She got a lot. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy. It's one of those things, you know, like we were saying earlier, it's just you, you, you use what you got and if not, <laughs> purchase them. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that's all you can do, purchase right? It. Purchase it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So let's get into some of the grittier stuff. Uh, what to talk about, though? What so, to there are so many things to talk about. Uh, no, that's fine. There's so that's... much things that happened in the last few days. I, uh, I don't even know where to begin. I'm okay. I'm seeing here. Pop, pop, pop. Oh, my God. There's so much. I know. How much? I. Oh, let's do this one. This is a little bit sad, but funny as well. It's about the... No. Black man misidentified by police and jailed for six days wins $90,000 settlement. Good on him. Oh, that's uh, I can't that's... believe people. I love how people do that. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, <sighs> okay. a black two man, name thing. A black man spent six days in jail after police misidentified him for a 49 year old white man. Did you see the photo? Yes. They don't, they don't even look remotely like y'all. Look at that. Do they look like alike? I don't think so. <laughs> well, I'm going to make that a thumbnail. Anyways, 
Uh, let's see here. A misidentified 49-year-old white man with an outstanding felony charge. He has won a 90000 settlement from Las Vegas uh, area law enforcement. John Lee Brown filed a federal lawsuit in January 2022 for at least five, uh, half a million in damages, but will be awarded 25000 from Harrison Police Department and 65 from Las Vegas Metropolitan Police. The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police said in a statement to CNN. Brown's attorney, E. Brent, told, well, just, uh, just tell me how much, uh, has a uh, statutory cap of 100000 when suing government. You gotta love when there's just a cap. Like, I'm suing you for half a million dollars. Uh, oh, you only get 100 Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I've actually got 90 at all. I mean, it could have been lower, too. Yeah, because of fees, right? 10000 for the lawyers and stuff. So, before we continue, would you... If you knew you were going to get $90,000, would you want to be jailed for 90, uh, six days? Six days. He said he was jailed for what? Six, six days? days? Six days. I would not want to be in jail. Jails are so gross. No offense. I just, like, I don't know. 90K. Women though. are not nice either. Women are not nice either when they're in that situation. You can't. <laughs> would you not want to try to survive for 9K? We, we were just talking about robbing airlines. <laughs> You wouldn't want to nine six days. Maybe it's nine. Probably put my head down. Nine k. My head down. Just play some solitaire. <laughs> Give me a deck of cards up again. <laughs> so, in a statement to CNN, the, the Harrison Police Department said that John Brown was driving an unregistered vehicle with a suspended driver's license and had a warrant for contempt of court, failure to pay. While his arrest for these charges were was lawful. We regret that he was misidentified on other charges in our system and put me he have put measures in place and improved training procedures to prevent this from happening in the future. So he had he had a couple he did have a couple things on him, but it wasn't the stuff he was meant for. Yeah. So it's like it's one of those things again, computer er human error at this point. Or computer yeah, might have been error, but at the same time, it could have been computer mean error too. So, let's see here. Uh, Brown, who was 23 at the time, was... Uh, no, we already read that, whatever. Uh, he did not have his license on him, but provided the officers with his name, social security card, social security number, according to the, a previous statement to see... Okay. Uh, when Harrison police did not... Uh, police did a record check under Brown's name. They found an outstanding felony bench warrant for a 49-year-old Sean Neil Brown. They had the hey. same lines. Wait, did they have exactly the same Shane. Name? His name is Shane, and this is... Oh, they're Shane Brown. Shane... Okay, so they had different middle names, it looks like. So, yeah, it, it might have it might have just been either a human-slash-computer error. Where yeah, his name is Shane Lee Brown, and the other guy is Shane Neil Brown. Fucking shit. That is so, so dumb. Where you just get fucked over because of a simple middle name. No, right? Like, have you ever looked up your name? See if there's anybody who might have your name out there. Oh yeah, there's a couple people. Well, I'm I'm like the seventh in my family. So there's like <laughs> six other of me, basically. I might be the second Elizabeth Aldous in my family. Okay, but yeah, as far as my name, yeah, there's only. Like there's a bunch of us around at at this point in time in my in my family, 
Uh, there is, but then there's a couple people that almost have exactly the same last name, except one letter switched. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Uh, so, let me see here. Ugh, stupid ad. I'm glad we're not. <laughs> Damn ads! Uh, anything else? Uh, uh, though the record showed a discrepancy in middle names, the height, age, and race. Brown was a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the important things. Middle name, height, age, race. I think... Race and age and height. Middle names are a little... Yeah, I can get. But race, age, and height? Those three? Should be in like a freaking obvious clue. <laughs> like, ding, ding, ding. Are you alive in there? <laughs> I don't see race. I don't see race. Do you see age? No, I don't see age. Height? No, I see you're ageless. <laughs> Do you see height? Don't see height either. <laughs> I have a depth assessment problem. I'm a cop. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder they can't shoot sometimes. And then they do. Boy, is there any street? Oh, oh God. It's, this is why just another reason why people just hate cops in the system. Just another reason. <laughs> It just like we we joke about it a lot here, but it's just it just the more we read about it, it's like god damn it, like, <laughs> like like next thing you know you're gonna get pulled over and like Liz, <laughs> we need you to come in like what? Well, I was just I was just speeding like five miles over. We need to we need to bring you in. We need to bring you in like what? Uh, then you're jailed for. Who are you arresting for? I just want to make sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just my name. Oh, I think you can't even. They can't. They don't even have to do the. I don't think they even have to do the Miranda rights anymore, too. What? Yep. Oh shoot! I forgot. Yeah, that was a topic from last week. But yeah, I don't think they even have to do Miranda rights anymore. So they don't even have to read you the Miranda rights when they arrest you. So it's fucked up. It's fucked up. So. Remain silent, everybody. Don't talk. Just literally. <laughs> just don't say anything. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where should we go now? What actually? What What is our time? Let me look at the time. Okay. Whew, we are. We're running low on time here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So let's um. Hmm. We might have to just go straight. Do you, do you want to do one more story? Do um, one more story. Trying to see what's a good one. Uh, what's a good one to talk about? Let's do the. We were talking about airlines. Let's talk about the the missing child. Oh yeah, the one I posted. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling my mom about this, um, and I had to explain it to my daughter because I'd done this once. I was a, a just shy before. I was about eleven and a half, so I was close to my twelve. Um. So I flew on by myself a long time ago, um, and I was flying um, to the East Coast, so from West Coast to East Coast, y'all. <laughs> by myself, I was actually escorted by flight attendants at that time. Well, they weren't so short-staffed <laughs> once upon a time. And I, uh, yeah, so, and if I got lost, thankfully, and we didn't have... I mean, I didn't have a cell phone either, so <laughs> if I got lost, I got fucked. <laughs> oh, Probably has some actual... change on me to make a collect phone call. <laughs> There's an actual uh, video they have here. Oh, the, the uh, mom that speaks out. We'll I can play it. Says... 
Okay, you want me to play it? You won't be able to hear it, but at least the audience would for a second. It's a two-minute video. I'll, I'll point to you when I'm, we're back. Okay, let me press play to this uh, news report. Traveling as an unaccompanied minor, Monica Gillum's 12-year-old daughter Kimber was flying from Chattanooga to Miami last Saturday to visit her father when mom says she received a distressing call from the airline. The manager from American Airlines called and said, you know, your child is missing. And I was like, how did you lose my child? You know, how do you lose an unaccompanied minor? Gillum says her daughter felt like she was supposed to get up once everyone began to deplane and that a flight attendant even waved goodbye. There aren't any federal regulations. Okay, so you, uh, well, I stopped playing it, but there's more, but I'll let you continue. So basically what it's explained here was the video. I'm sorry, you couldn't hear it, but one day we'll get the, we'll get the, what is this? The screen share working. So we can, everyone can see what we're seeing. So simply put, what everyone else listened to was the daughter was going on a trip to go see her father. And when the mom put her on the flight to go over there, she saw the rest of the, the people, because you see people getting up. The daughter got up and thought she was supposed to leave the plane. I'm guessing it was one of those um, uh, changeover flights where she should have just stayed seated and continued on with the flight, right? Uh, but she's like, oh, people are getting up. I should too. Yeah, that's kind of, you don't really think about it. Mostly when you're like a 12 year old. Like you just. Yeah. And that's why they're supposed to, you know, that's why flight attendant. I mean, like right before landing, I got told, oh, this is our stop. You'll be getting off with us. Please. Yeah. And they let me off first and let me escorted me off because that was the appropriate procedure. thing to do. That's a procedure. Yeah. All right. Let me continue then. Regulations when it comes to unaccompanied minors, but according to Americans' website, its policy says employees will board the child early and then escort them off the plane to meet their guardian at the gate. There you go. Exactly. The news article, the news reporter said exactly what you. Uh, employees will escort, uh, like, like let the child go in with an employee and leave out with the employee afterwards. That's their, that's uh, American Airlines uh, procedure. So, like, exactly what you, but it's still the same procedure. So what happened here? Let's find out. Gillum says Kimber's father had to use FaceTime to help the 12-year-old navigate her way through the airport to meet him at baggage claim. She, uh... So she basically had to, luckily, this, like we said, day and age, everyone has phones. Her, her daughter, you know, the dad had to use FaceTime with his daughter to manage her way around to the baggage claim. Like, luckily, yeah, face, like, okay, we're, we're, it's, it's useful now. She called me the signs out. This is where we're going. <laughs> uh, uh, see, like, like I said, this is the day and age of, yeah, you were saying, you know, internet. Thank God she had a phone that she can, like, communicate with, it, you know, her parent that she was going to see. Because, so. yeah, imagine if that wasn't possible. All right, there's only no, Right, like me. <laughs> Back when I was, like, 11. And, like... Who do I call? Payphone? Do I have money? No, exactly. Do I have the phone numbers? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Remember when you had to memorize phone numbers? I actually still memorize my mom's phone number, and my sister, I vaguely remember, and my brother is not much different off mine right now, so. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to memorize Ursula's, <laughs> but I will get it down. Okay, continue. 
uh, was nervous and she was scared, um, but she did exactly what her dad told her to do to get her to safety. American Airlines telling ABC News it cares deeply about its young passengers and is committed to providing a safe and pleasant travel. So yeah, they put out a statement where they say they quote, care deeply and quote, are committed to providing safe and pleasant pleasant travel experience for their young uh, uh, attendants. I get it. It's it's hard. Like we we literally talked about it last week that they're just shorthanded. It just sucks that because of something probably because of that they're just like so understaffed and they're just doing so much that this slip up happened and um, it it almost lost a child. Like it just mm -hmm. could have disappeared forever. She you can honestly the thing is if somebody was in the airport and saw that took advantage of it. Oh. Uh, they left out. All right. Experience for them, adding, it's oh. taking the incident very seriously oh. and is looking Wait, into what occurred. She was safe. For parents with kids <laughs> traveling alone this summer. What sucks the that, you know, mom, the mom Emily got that Kaufman, phone call. Says it's important no. to make sure oh, they lost your kid. Inform them about the plan. I'm three thousand miles away. The plane, I can't help you. And when they're in need of something, that they can oh, ask God. a flight attendant. And a few other tips from the travel mom. Shady. Give your child a list of important contacts and phone numbers and put them in their pocket as well as their carry-on. Also, consider using a tracker like Find My Friends on their phone. And of course... Okay, ma'am. So they're, they're giving a few tips, which is perfectly fine, which works. You know, give, a, give the child the list of context information. You know, like, like if you lose, if they don't have a phone or lose a phone, having the list of contacts like, hey... You can contact the service desk because that's the safest thing to do, right? Go to someone in charge. Hey, I don't know where I am. I need to contact someone. They're like, they're not gonna say no to a lost child. Like, who do we need to contact? You have a list of numbers, right there. Yes, exactly. Uh, they were exactly. also they were also saying making sure like you use tracking devices. You know, uh, if they have a phone, like uh, find my phone because you can find where they are. Um, use that a lot on Ursula when she's not like, I've done that to her at work. I'm like, ding, 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 wake up, kid. Things like that, yeah. Because uh, what's fun, what's interesting is like we have a bunch of um, vehicles that we have tracking devices on our stuff, just because you never know. Uh -huh. um, and they're, they're like, what is it? They're like 30 bucks a piece and five bucks a year to service them. And it tracks them within a uh, uh, half a mile of where the thing is. So if someone tries to steal our vehicles, we can track you within half a mile of where our stuff <laughs> is. So um, go ahead and try to. Uh, yeah, if they want to steal my car, go ahead. I we'll find you within half a mile wherever the thing is. <laughs> and that's that's pretty good. And for thirty bucks initial payment for the device, and then five bucks a month, uh, five bucks a year. That's more than enough. Gotta put it in some place they can't find it either. <laughs> oh yeah, you you would never know where it is in my car. Like it's like, like hidden away. I think that's a challenge, guys. What do you think? <laughs> so, if she can find it, then damn, I fucked up. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like yeah, it's um, like yeah, like you would put you could put one of those devices in like her her book bag. Yeah, you're going. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it just, there's a lot of them out there nowadays, so... Yeah, there's probably a lot of kid trackers, devices that you like, clip it on. Because you literally, this same age... You put it in the phone, too. You know what's funny is I recently watched a movie called The Black Phone, which is basically this children kidnapping 
And this and that film was taking place during the the I think it's like the late seventies, early eighties. That's the time frame. So like you can imagine like like tr people trying to find a lost child because it's always I think they say it's the first forty eight hours that you're supposed to really look for. Very critical. Just to hopefully find them. Hmm. But yeah, uh, good thing that the child was found. Yes. Or sure. found, found. I think. Like, <laughs> Thankful for the technology who helped guide her <laughs> to get to her dad. So, yep. All right. Surprised the dad wasn't in the airport at that time and frame, too, to pick up her daughter. They were, he was in the area. And uh, they just, Yeah, but he, he should have been, you know. They didn't escort her to her guardian. That's the thing. They just she just got yeah. off, so she was like lost. Like, so anyways, so that's that. If you're gonna let your child go alone, like these, note those simple tips that the that we said and that the the reporter said. You know, mm -hmm. get list of list of contacts always good. Make sure they if they are lost, you tell them like go to the nearest person of authority, and. Uh, just let them know, like, hey, I'm lost, and I need to contact one of these numbers. Um, mm -hmm. If they have a phone, you know, there's tracking devices on there. Just call them. Uh, two, there's also alternative tracking devices if you're that worried about your, uh, if you're leaving someone solo. You never know. And this is where I'm going to put the tracking device on Liz, so if she tries to go away, die somewhere, I'll find her. <laughs> Of course, Jesus. You don't want me to lose me for the show. Exactly. I need to, for the <laughs> content. That's all I use you for, content. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's do... Uh, they are you an asshole story. I have a specific one, which we're like... Ooh. This is pretty spicy. Let's talk about it. Spicy? Spicy, yeah. spicy? Like, I've read it a few times now, so I'm gonna let you read Alright. Okay, where is that article? Sorry. Uh, oh, God. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> All right. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter that if she wanted me to raise her baby when she shouldn't have gotten pregnant? Damn. My 52M daughter, Amanda, 27. Why with these names, y'all? Why? <laughs> And her husband, Chris, 25, married a few months ago. Amanda was lived on her own since college, but still in the general area. Currently, Amanda and Chris aren't that focused on their future, mostly ha on having fun and doing things while they're still young. Quote, still quote. young. Yeah, I can see that. You know, they're pretty. They're still pretty quote young. You want you want to do stuff? Yeah. I could have, you know, if I could have really done it, probably enjoy more of my twenties. <laughs> uh, there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. And I think that young people should have a kind of a period in their lives, especially after the pandemic. Oh yeah, the pandemic kind of really the pandemic kind of really fucked a lot of people over for sure because it's still kind of fucking up because you can't go across the other countries right now too. True, unless you have some like you have the money for it. Like some people can get through stuff with the right amount of money. Anyways, continue. Correct, correct. I got a call from Amanda. She and Chris told me that they have taken several tests and confirmed Amanda is pregnant. They would be hosting an announcement dinner, but wanted immediate family to know right away. 
barely wait as they have been trying since they were married. Note that there was an intended pregnancy. I told them I was thrilled to be a grandpa. That's nice. You see, he was nice. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a, a good moment. It sounds like they were trying to have a child, you know? Sounds like overall positivity. The dinner party happened last week, and the announcement was met with only happiness and excitement. Chris and Amanda were talking to a friend, and Chris made a comment along the lines of, Good thing that Bobby, me, will, uh, we're at work. Uh, that didn't make any sense. I was confused and asked what they were talking about. Amanda revealed that she and Chris were expecting me to always watch the baby while they were working, so they could have fun time while not working. Mm. No. I love my children. I will never regret being their dad. But I didn't sign up for a new baby. I'm done with all that. I want to enjoy my retirement and my free and be free without under, any underage children. I get that? I get that. You're 52. Yeah, you want to enjoy that. I explained this to Amanda and Chris. Also, that there are many great daycare options in the area. Amanda began to cause a scene because you told me you were thrilled to be a grandpa. I responded that exactly. I was thrilled to be a grandpa, not a parent to this baby. She said that I should help out since I didn't have to worry about working. I receive a pension and that she's young and these are supposed to be the best years of her life. And she thinks it's unfair that she and Chris's life should be all about a baby. What? <laughs> That's what you signed up for when you got pregnant? Oh my god. I was very frank and responded to that. Amanda, of course, you and Chris's life is going to be all about a baby. That's what it mean means to be a parent should not have gotten pregnant if you just expected someone else to raise your child. Amanda yelled at me, don't be surprised when I put you in a shitty nursing home. Jesus. My son, Michael, says that I'm, I was harsh in my delivery, but not my message. My son, Nathan, agreed that Amanda and Chris are expecting too much that it was irresponsible to purposely get pregnant when they believe they don't have time to raise a baby. My sister, Sandra, however, told me my comment was callous and, uh, Misogynistic. Misogynistic. Misogynistic, that's right. And I haven't raised a newborn in 20 years and don't realize how much harder being a parent has gotten. And I can agree to start providing at least four days of childcare per week and go from there. Multiple family members are agreeing with Sandra. And so I'm looking for some unbiased perspective on here. Am I the asshole? <sighs> no, Grandpa, you are not the asshole. Uh, when you become pregnant, that is your ob obligation. I honestly was raising my kid all the time when I wasn't at work. I was fortunate to have either babysitters or uh, childcare or my mom to take care of her for those little bits. I never really asked. I never went out much of a thing. If I did, I was always dragging her so along. You would, you could attest to this. So I don't think grandpa, I get where grandpa's coming from. I really do. It's much harder nowadays with kids, especially with all the technology and everything that it comes with it. Um, yeah, I, I can understand helping out, but not like a full-time job. Yeah. You want to enjoy your time. I see like maybe three days a week, actually, three times a week, you know. Okay, you know, I'll help you on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, I'll give you an extra few hours on Friday. Since you guys want to have a little bit of me time with yourselves before, without the kid, before you come pick them up, I'll get it. You know, that's something I would do personally. Like, you want to have a kid? This is your job. This is your parental experience. You have to do this, you know? 
Exactly. You know, like, you know. So what's funny is, is this converse, this thing. What's funny is this happens a lot with my sister and my parents. Is she just? <laughs> dude, that's why it was funny as fuck when this I read this. Like this is exactly this. This is exactly what happens because she usually just drops off the, her kid and just goes dip. No, no, it's that's not bullshit. It's, you it's, got pregnant. You got to take care of the kid. It's your job. Your responsibility. You chose to get pregnant. So it sounds really bad, but for the most part. Um, she, quote, asks sometimes, but sometimes she doesn't, like, ask. That's the issue we've always had with her. It's like, she just thinks that we should. Like, like, I get. Like, like, if you ask, we have, if we have time, we'll do it. Like, for me, I don't, I, they, they don't, quote, trust me sometimes, but I'll watch him. When they tell me to watch him, like, sure, baby shark on TV. And I watch him. <laughs> He watches Baby Shark. I I read my tablet, uh, but I'm still watching it, kid. I'm not gonna like abandon him. But it's the it's the asking. This is where the thing is where it's weird. It's like they're they're expecting this 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 couple, uh, Amanda and Chris. Assumed. They're ex- they assumed and ex- like like no, you should never assume someone is gonna take care of your child. Twenty four seven, basically. <laughs> yeah, like people are like family for the most part. If you ask for help. Like, that's good. You know, like, that's great. But when you think it's supposed to be happening all the time, that's where. Yeah, no, exactly. I no, I still do it to this day. I mean, I, I try and, like, refrain. Okay, well, okay. Uh, I have to take her so with me this time. Or can I go out? And I usually only ask maybe once a month to actually go out physically by myself to hang out with my friends and do things. Um that i don't really unless i just take her slow with me so but i work a lot so i don't do a whole lot i feel bad that i leave my daughter but my daughter is self uh the most point self-sufficient to a point so just wait until she says like mom i just go away just leave me alone just wait for that time like i was there for you for so long oh no she herself's already started that (laughs) she's like mom leave me alone like okay (laughs) love you chicken Oh, that's funny. That is funny. But yeah, for the most part, yeah, this grandpa is not, not the asshole. It, it's interesting for the most part. I like, I can see it because, um, the, the com depending, because it's all tonal too, but we don't know how his tone was, right? Uh, mm-hmm. words can be said, like, can be inferred differently depending on how you said it. Like, it, like, he could have been like, <clears throat> if you, if you, wait, what did he say? Scroll up a little. I was reading through the comments here. Uh, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Da, 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 da. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Amanda. Of course, you and Chris' life is going to be all about the baby. That's what I mean to be a parent. You should not have gotten pregnant if you expected someone else to raise your child. Just... I get it. You know, you get sprung on this thing. You like, oh, you have to get defensive. Like, wait a minute. This is not how this is supposed to go. <laughs> No, yeah, because for the most part, yeah, they they got married recently. They they look like they've been enjoying their life, and they like were they were trying to get pregnant at that point when when people are trying to get pregnant, like like it, for me, in my opinion, and my my thought process, when someone's trying to get pregnant, is because they should be in a very stable point in their their life, their relationship, and their their environment where like yes, we can have a child. That, that, yeah. But that's my thought process. Like, it, because if you... I didn't follow that process at all. <laughs> but that's okay. 
you know, it, it worked out for me and life turned out really well. And uh, I had a great support system and, you know, exactly. and it made me work harder to make me a better person, to become a better person for the, my daughter. So, and so then at that point, it's, I lost my track now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to read it to be a you know your thought process of having everything situated and organized, yeah. right? So before you have a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So, so when 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 your thought process is like that person or that parental figure is part of like you're supposed to help me, like you're ruining my plans. Like no, that was <laughs> that should never have been part of your plans. Like that's supposed to be like um, a random like uh, a random luck draw like the heavens like hey can you watch my can you watch uh the kid for a day while something i do something like something once a week twice a week even four times a week is very generous for this grandpa i've read a couple comments because four days can turn into five it's happened to like i said it's happened with my sister a couple times where a couple days have turned into multiple days like one day turned into two two can turn into three and for the most part, we're we're all still busy people. Like, like I understand, like when having wanting to have some time off, but like you, like you, you'd know, like you, you would know more than anyone. Like when you have a kid, you kind of have to. That is your life. That is your life. It was basically my life. I mean, you know, I came home, watched my kid, uh, took care of chores with her on my hip, and everything. no baby so... Bjorn, no baby Bjorn. <laughs> I know, um, babies in the arm. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I had to grow up. I had to realize this is not my parents' choice, um, or my mom's. You know, problem. I mean, I was fortunate when she was home from work herself to watch my kid. Um, I was fortunate that for the first couple of years that you know I could balance off with the father of the child to get you know somebody watch. So it was a juggle, but it, we made it work. I mean, I made it work for a bit, and then you know, obviously, she went into childcare full time, and that was expensive. <laughs> so yeah, I remember at, towards the end of my uh, um year, I somebody asked to borrow some money, and I was like, uh, "No, I had to get that through childcare. I can't afford to help you out." <laughs> Uh, I think it was my first year having Ursula going off to you know daycare. So, yeah, I yeah. think that that's where we're up, or we're getting to that point with my sister. Where and it, it's good, like like childcare slash daycare. It's a good time for children to get into socialization and yeah, it's a good develop. Because right now he's very uh, at least my nephew's pretty. Uh, solo for the most part. Like I, we play with him as much as I like shove him with Baby Shark every once in a while. I still play with him here and there. Like it's not as active as another kid would be. But I, I'll still play and draw random shit with him. And but for sure, he kind of needs people in his age range to kind of just be kids and friendly with. Him. You know, I think that's one of the, the key things that as much as it's expensive for to get into that that next level it's um it's overall good for 
Socialization for better or for future things. I mean, granted, when I first put her son, I was a little worried. I kind of was like, oh, maybe girls growing up and I'm leaving her and with other people's hands. And um, of course, there was a lot of research to get where I wanted to find her to be. And and, um, and there were such a great place um, in the end. Um, she developed her words a lot better. Her words came out a little bit better. Her thing, you know, her understanding of concepts, being socialized, having some friends, and hanging out. That was good. It was good for her, both of them. So her for her and for them to take care. And I loved it how they like. It, but you know, like it was such a small one, but it was not a big one too at the same time. So it was a. Uh, it was nice because they'd walk in and be like, oh, hi, Ursula, hi, Ursula. And I'd be like, oh, they know my kid. But, of course, that's a unique name. <laughs> Who would remember that name? Exactly. So, so well. You so, get to benefit in the long run, too. In the long run for this grandpa, not the asshole. Um, you, can, you can be there for your kids and your grandkids, but you're not, you, don't, you don't need you don't yeah. need to be... I get it if it was in a bind, like, last minute. Oh, shit, you know, something happened. Uh, if I can go get that, you know, my kid. But you shouldn't oh. be expected to be a uh, free daycare. Free daycare 24-7. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, what's his name? Bob? Like a... Yeah. Uh, like, he, you know, he should, for the most part, in, try to enjoy... This quote golden years because at that point that's what America is. You, you your golden years are at sixty five. Like really, Did that's that? no. It's it's sixty two. I don't remember. No, it's sixty five right now. So like, like yeah, you, you got to use up all. You got to work entire life to enjoy sixty five plus. That's that's your goal. No. Well, for us it'll be like sixty nine by the time we get to retire. Actually, it's, <laughs> it's, it's estimated to be seventy two. And that's if you live that long. Yeah, we're we're living longer, but seventy-two, really? That's our that's our golden years. Uh no. <laughs> Want to be able to fucking move and go like travel? <laughs> you gotta love. Because I have so much time accrued right now. I got like I told work. I'm like I have like two hundred hours, and I could take a vacation for a whole fucking month. That'd be okay. <laughs> there you go. See at that point, right? Oh yeah. You should enjoy, for the most part, you know, be there when, you know, to be a gra- be there, be a grandpa, but don't be a daycare. You're not the asshole. Exactly. And they should, like, it should be, like, a real awakening, like, oh, we're having a kid. And we have to change your entire lifestyle. So, because this, that's what they were trying for. So. Mm-hmm. All right, then, everyone. Uh, we're going to end it there. Uh, thank you again for listening. If you're listening to this on YouTube. Uh, you can always leave us comments below. Uh, we, as always, we thank you. For the rest of the month of July, we're going to be live for one more episode. So next week, and I won't be. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no episode next week, but there's going to be a bonus episode that comes out. So if you are subscribed through Anchor or Spotify, you get free. You can get a free. Uh, you get all the bonus episodes we have up to. Yeah, I think at this point we're going to have eight bonus episodes in total. So there's like there's a good amount of content out there for you to listen. And and then for five bucks a month. <laughs> yep, yeah, for five bucks a month. And we're always going to try to be putting out at least two bonus episodes every month. So there's a total of five episodes a, a month. Three regular ones, two bonus ones. Uh, because we want to take a break too. You know, we're, you know, taking one break, one weekend 
than the hurt. Like as much as we're having fun doing this live, uh, one weekend is not that bad. Just like okay, we don't have to record this. Joy. Um, and then um, uh, the contest. Don't forget uh, down below if you're on YouTube or any of the podcast platforms: Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, I, iTunes, I think, uh, or any any podcast platforms. There's a link below. Uh, it's a free to try to get into the raffle to win one of the five prizes. Uh, anything else, Liz? Thank you guys for listening and thank you for tuning in. And uh, yeah. Um, so, and sorry for next weekend that we're not here, but you know, I have a wedding to be in. <laughs> oh, we, we might hear some crazy stories. We'll find out. So, it's my family, y'all. <laughs> so look forward to that. So, everyone, thanks again for listening or watching. Until next time, see ya. Bye.